Hey there, friend. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something really special with you. If you are tired of feeling stuck in the wine trap and ready to reclaim your freedom, I've got just the thing. This is my free seven easiest quit tips guide. And inside, you're going to find simple, actionable tips to kickstart your journey to sobriety and discover the joy of living alcohol-free. It really is joyous. So if you're curious about how easy it can be to break free from the cycle of drinking, just head over to vibewithstephanie.com slash guide to grab your copy today. You're not alone on this journey. It's a lot easier than you think, especially with this seven easy quit tips guide. Go grab it now and then get comfy and settled in for our coming up episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Glow Big Sober podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I want to talk about this holiday season. We know that it brings its own complete separate set of challenges to our lives. Although we're grateful, we are especially under some social pressure, I guess you could say, at these festive gatherings. So I get it. I've been there. I'm here to share some insights on navigating through with grace. Some of these holiday parties are alcohol-fueled. Maybe your family is acting a fool. There are ways to get through it, and I want to give you some tips because we've already made it through November. And I got to say, that was rough. And here we are coming up on December, and I expect it to be just about the same. So here are some amazing tips to help you get through it. So right now, instead of just heading into this list, let's think back to when you felt pressure to drink, or there was a lot of alcohol around, or you felt tempted to drink. Maybe it wasn't pressure, but it was definitely temptation. I can think and remember right now because it was not too long ago and you get this heaviness on your chest sometimes and there's this moment of decision. So think about how did you handle it and what did you learn from that? How did you handle it? Did you cave and drink or did you not? And then what did you learn from that experience? So if you can write these things down, it's great, but reflection alone is going to help. So we're thinking about what social situation happened to last, where you felt pressured to drink or tempted to drink, how you handled it, and what did you learn from that experience? For me, there was several times in the last month that I felt tempted to drink. There was those Modellos in the bottom clear drawer of the refrigerator, the espresso martinis that are like everywhere. Even I was listening to Spotify the other day and I heard an espresso martini recipe come up. I was like, are you for real? They are listening to me because I said that in a podcast. I said, yeah, I'm craving an espresso martini because this is the time of year when I drink those. And there was another, oh, my husband drinking the wine at the Italian restaurant, the red wine. There's been a few times and I didn't. And instead, I did a mental discussion with myself and said, what would happen if I did drink and how everything would just fall apart in my own life? It's probably not this case for you, but what would actually happen if you drink? So that's what I did was play the tape forward. And I also ate lots of dessert. And you can tell on my hips for sure I did that. But that's what I did instead of drink. I treated myself with dessert. And I walked myself through what would actually happen if I had that one little sip of wine or one of those gorgeous gold modelos. We'll go on to setting your intentions. This is a really big tip 
for getting ready to go out to another holiday gathering or go somewhere where you know it might get uncomfortable. If you set your intentions before you leave, this can make all the difference. So write down three clear intentions for yourself. Like how do you want to feel during this party or event? What do you want to avoid? And what positive experiences do you aim for? Okay, so how do you want to feel? I want to feel light, cheerful, and joyful. I want to exude joy and lightness. What I want to avoid is negativity, questions, (laughs) unless it's about like, oh my gosh, where did you get your earrings? I don't want to answer many more questions than that. I want to avoid any negativity, any questions about why I quit drinking or any weight that I might have put on. And what positive experiences do I aim for? I really want my son to have amazing memories of warmth and love and Christmas. It's kind of extra hard in Florida because it's been in the 80s. So it feels like you have to go harder to get the emotion, to get the real feeling of Christmas and that warmth. So I really want that positive experience to just be coziness, love, warmth, you know, like a Hallmark movie. Can you tell I've been watching a lot of Hallmark movies? So that's what you're writing down. Three intentions. How do you want to feel? What do you want to avoid and what positive experiences do you aim for? Now, here are some more fun ways that you can use to stay sober during the holiday parties, but also during this entire rest of the month. There are 10 little gems that I'm going to give you that you can keep in your toolkit. So if you have a pencil and paper, you are welcome to write these down or you can come back and listen to them in a little bit. The art of the mocktail. This is so much fun. Mocktails got me through sobriety. This will be my third sober Christmas coming up, and mocktails have gotten me through big time. You can create one of my favorites that I did. It was so simple. was cranberry juice, a slice of orange, some cranberries, and a sprig of rosemary. And then if you have any ritual zero proof, you should definitely try this stuff. It is zero proof, but they have gin, rum, tequila, and whiskey. And they have zero alcohol in them, but they're such a good dupe. It is crazy. So I would put one of those into my cranberry, orange, rosemary spritzer thing. Delicious. And then you could do a little bit of LaCroix sparkly water. And it's so good and it's beautiful. And I would bring that mixture to holiday parties and people wanted what I was having because it looked way more fancy than the solo cup wine they were drinking. Search around, look around for some fun mocktails that you can easily and inexpensively make. And I guarantee somebody's going to want to have what you're having. And if not for mocktail, totally, totally bring some amazing sparkly waters. And you could even find alcohol-free beers. You can find amazing kombucha. If you just want to make a glass of kombucha in a wine glass and put a sprig of rosemary or drop some pomegranate in there, it's delicious. It looks beautiful. You don't feel like you're missing anything. And I can tell you after the heat of the moment, you know, that moment where it's like, I'm here, I'm not drinking, everybody's drinking. After that goes away, it only lasts a couple of minutes. You are so excited and so happy to be there that you're putting out good vibes, that weird, awkward energy is gone, and you are so happy and thrilled that you didn't drink. You are always happier that you didn't drink. Okay, so that's number one, mocktails, create a signature non-alcoholic drink for the event, bring it, drink it, bring a cooler, mocktails are where it's at for the holidays. Another tip is walking before the party. This is huge. You know that exercise boosts your mood and also gets your blood pumping, so your skin's going to look glowing. 
And it's also going to help you clear your mind. If you've been laying around all day stressing about this party, it's going to show. So make sure you take a brisk walk, clear your mind, boost your mood. And if you break a sweat, this is a good, this is a good tip. You're not going to want to put alcohol on top of that feeling. You just won't. Like if you walk pretty close to the party and then you shower and get dressed, you're not going to really want to drink. So it really helps with a lot of things to walk. Another one is to practice your response. Have a confident and brief response ready if somebody asks why you're not drinking. Confident and brief. I tell my coaching clients to practice this in the mirror a few times. Say, oh, I'm not drinking because. And I am not going to push it on you to say, oh, I'm doing dry January or oh, I'm not drinking or oh, I have a problem. No, no, no. I am giving you permission to say, I'm not drinking because I'm walking with some girls in the morning at like 6 a.m. I don't care. You can lie. No problem. I've got some girls coming over at 5.30 in the morning to walk. We're working on our fitness together, and I'm just not going to drink and mess that up. Another hot tip is to connect with a buddy or a supportive group like ours at Sober Vibes with Stephanie on Facebook. We actually have a chat in there. So if you get in a bind, which a lot of women did on Thanksgiving, we were chatting back and forth. We even had a meeting that night, too. You need to connect with somebody who understands what you're doing. That way, a lot of your family and friends are not going to understand why you're not drinking, especially during the holidays. Why don't you wait, et cetera, et cetera, when you've got a group over here that's like, yeah, girl, we're doing it too. This is hard. I had a friend message me from her bathroom, her literal bathroom, crying on Thanksgiving Day because it's hard, especially when somebody's saying things that doesn't feel good or whatever the case may be. You just might need a supportive group and we're here. So you can go to vibewithstephanie.com and just connect with us. There's all kinds of ways to connect, but there's a free group on Facebook called Sober Vibes with Stephanie and we do have a chat there. So make sure that you do that. Another tip is mindful breathing. If you're not a big meditator yet, I hope to get you there. I really am bringing that practice to as many people as I can because it's helped me so much. I didn't use it as I was getting sober, but to stay sober, it's been such an amazing tool. And so I would say practice some mindful breathing. You can go to insighttimer.com, which is free. And they do have a thing where you can pay for like the professional or whatever, but there is a free version of Insight Timer. And you can look up meditations. I also have meditations that I do on my YouTube channel vibe underscore with underscore Stephanie. I do them a lot inside our Sober Vibes Lounge. I do them a lot. And so I would recommend getting on some mindful breathing. One of my favorite tips is to focus on the food. I've mentioned that it was really triggering for me to sit with somebody who was drinking red wine at an Italian restaurant when that's, you know, obviously that's what I would always do. Instead, I got the tiramisu. And that has been one of my most fun discoveries of getting sober is that I can eat now because I'm not drinking 1200 calories in a very mega Merlot bottle of wine. I can actually eat really yummy, fun stuff. And what's better than eating all the holiday stuff and not having to worry about it? Like you get to get your sugar high, like you are gonna feel good. And that is going to fill the void. Eat the cake. I always say eat the cake. 
and just eat the food and don't even worry about it. You'll walk it off tomorrow. Another tip is to embrace a party role. You could volunteer to be the designated driver. You could help with any party logistics, with setting up, with tearing down, with bringing desserts and food. So that's keeping you busy and you have a, a role in the party. That's always a really good tip. Although I got to say, I have had a few of my coaching clients say that they've never been a designated driver because they were always drinking. And that was my case too. I was never going to volunteer to be a designated driver. I there, I just didn't know how to quit drinking. So I that was not ever for me, but I could do that now and it'd be fun. Although now I'm out on the roads at night with these holiday things, worrying about other drunk drivers. Like I'm very aware and afraid. I don't even want to be on the roads with y'all. <laughs> not with y'all, but with the drunk drivers. I'm scared or distracted drivers even. I used to like driving at night, but I sure am more aware now. Now, another cool thing is mindful listening. I don't know about you, but when I was a heavy drinker, I would drink before I got to the party and then for anxiety, right? And then when I got there, I was still anxious and alcohol seemed to pour gasoline on top of my anxiety. It just did. I was drinking to get rid of it, but it was actually making me more and more anxious. So I couldn't focus on what anybody else was saying. I couldn't think about anything except negativity. Like, oh, what are they thinking of me? Oh, what did she just say about me? Oh, do they hate my outfit? Oh, I'm so stupid. Whatever. I would always talk so negatively to myself and full of just anxiety. And now when you're not drinking, you will see how relaxed and genuine you can be and you can focus on actively listening. And if you're actively listening to someone else, you don't have time to be worried about yourself and talking down to yourself. So I really love the mindful listening aspect of being sober because you're really just not looking inside as much as you are outside and able to really engage in genuine conversations with people. Now, having an exit strategy, you want to have a plan for gracefully leaving whenever you want. But listen, here's my suggestion. Don't say to yourself, okay, well, I'm going to leave whenever I'm ready because there does come like an awkward time when you're not sure if you should leave. Maybe I should stay a little bit longer. Maybe it's not so bad. I didn't drink yet, so it's fine. Let me warn you that that in-between time is when mistakes happen. So don't leave that window open and just tell yourself ahead of time that you're leaving at 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. right before people start to get wasted. You can leave sooner. Have your exit strategy in advance and the reason why you're leaving early, i.e., I have a walk in the morning with the girls. They're coming over. We're doing this fitness challenge, so I can't drink tonight, and I got to leave at 9. Or my grandma's calling me at 9, and I got to be home for it. Or whatever. Make it up. But if you have time in advance, you can you can plan this in advance. I do want to address the elephant in the room, which is family dynamics. When your family is behaving insensitively or they're heavy drinking, I want to set some boundaries and maintain your self-respect and help you just get through that. So let's do this one practice here. Think about the gathering that's coming up. What is the boundary that you want to set? You already know who's going to be there. You already know who's going to trigger you. You already know what they're going to say. They've been saying it your whole life. They've been doing it your whole life. So if you can picture it now in advance, let's visualize implementing a boundary. Okay, so if you know that your cousin is going to say, let's go outside and drink and smoke like you normally do, visualize how you're going to handle that. If you know your mom is going to ask why you don't have a boyfriend yet, visualize how you're going to answer that. 
If your uncle wants to know why you're not drinking, what's the boundary that you'd like to set and visualize yourself implementing it? Just visualize however you're going to shut it down in advance so that it doesn't seem so tough. You already saw it coming. And a lot of times you'll be surprised the impending thing that you think is going to happen doesn't actually happen. Sometimes it does and you're ready for it, but sometimes it doesn't and you can breathe. So what you can do right now to help you plan is to choose three tips from that list that resonate with you and commit to practicing them. So you can have a quick win. Choose three that we talked about. I'll go over them quickly again, and then you can decide which ones you're gonna put into practice. The mocktail, the taking a walk before the party, practicing your response as to why you're not drinking, connecting with a supportive group or friend or family member, mindful breathing, focusing on the food, embrace a party role, So volunteer to designate drive, mindful listening. You're going to choose to just engage in conversations and focus and be an active listener and having your exit strategy ready and set some boundaries. So pick one or three or all of those and use them and they will help you get through the the next upcoming events. Before we wrap up, I want to shower you with some words of encouragement. You hold such immense strength And you are not alone on this journey. We are all here. There are so many women right here beside you on this sober journey. And you just have so much strength. So don't forget that. Thank you for joining me on this episode. Your journey is so extraordinary. And I'm genuinely honored to be a part of it. As you navigate through these holiday parties, remember that you're not just surviving. You are thriving. And until next time, stay fabulous, stay sober, and let's make this holiday season absolutely unforgettable. Did you know there is one missing piece to you finally getting sober once and for all? That missing piece is mindset. That's the thing that's going to help you transform your life from the inside out. I am so thrilled to invite you to my free mindset masterclass where we dive into proven strategies to shift that mindset and really create a life filled with purpose, abundance, and joy. If you're tired of feeling stuck in those limiting beliefs and ready for a mindset of growth and possibility, then this masterclass is for you. If you're ready to rewrite your story and step into the best version of yourself, this masterclass is for you. Join me at vibewithstephanie.com masterclass. Your mindset is the key to unlocking the life of your dreams. I can't wait to see you inside. Just go to vibewithstephanie.com slash masterclass.